Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Joey. And I'm Sonia, and welcome to Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Listen, we are so excited about this podcast and just being able to do life together with you all every week. Yes, we are. We're going to be talking about relationships, marriage, faith, family, entrepreneurship, personal development. Listen, you name it, we're going to be talking about it. And also, we want to let you know that this is a fun and a safe and an authentic environment for you to come and just grow together with us. Yes, so if you have any questions questions. or any input, um, you can always go to our website, which is www.joeyandsoniafoster.com. Listen, we look forward to offering any insight and even some advice to any of those anonymous questions that you send in. It's going to be amazing. Yes, it's going to be so fun. And thank you guys for being a part of our community. Make sure that you share and subscribe and tell all of your friends, all of your family about Fostering Life with Joey and Sonia Foster. Hey, what's going on, beautiful people? Joey is in the building. This is my podcast, my show, and it's all about me. Welcome. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Well. What's going on, guys? Um, I'm here. Uh, Sonya's here. We have so much going on that's so exciting. Absolutely. I don't even know. You should see me, guys. I'm over here beaming with excitement because... Man, just God is just so good. Yeah, yeah, He's amazing. Um, we we're and I we hinted to it last um, episode yep. that we had some great things coming up. Um, one of the biggest things is we just celebrated six years. Yes. Um, as um, no, it wasn't with a pastor's anniversary. It was the church was anniversary. The church, yeah. Those that do not know that we are pastor, we pastor a church in South Florida called the fresh church if you yeah. haven't heard about us we try to find us on instagram you can find us on instagram facebook um youtube yeah. um listen follow us we love god and we love people um, so that is that is that that is our mission that is our assignment so we just celebrated six years. six years and what some people may not know is that we started it from the ground up yeah. you know we kind of built from the ground up um with our time, our money, our talent, our <laughs> with treasure. Our ta- you know how they say, you know, give your time, talent, and treasure. We gave all we gave of those. We gave all of it, and, you know, we just went out. You know, we really felt, you know, that God really put that burden on our hearts to do it. And um, we, you know, just trusted God in the process. Yeah. And this Sunday, we celebrated six years of that, yeah. of the journey that God has taken us through to build um, to um, establish an amazing millennial, mm-hmm. um, but really multi-generational church um, here in the South Florida area. Yeah, it's, it's been it's, 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 it's been an amazing journey. It's been a phenomenal journey. We are not the pastors that that have a horror story. Like we don't necessarily have a horror story. It's been a great. It's been a. It's been a roller coaster. Now there's been you know, twists and turns and things and, and all of that good stuff. But man, by and large, we've, we've been blessed, man. We got some amazing people that God has privileged us to be able to lead. And, and again, like you say, six years, there are some amazing things. So not only we're going to get to that in a second, but there's also something that happened um, that we kind of put out there in the world, in the atmosphere, in the universe, in the life um, 
and it's you know something we're extremely excited about. Yeah, yeah, but you got to be careful careful about that universe. Uh huh. Yeah, not <laughs> the universe like that. We didn't do because that you know, no, that don't that work. That gets kind of strange sometimes. Not, yeah, you no, know, not the universe. But yeah, it is but, technically but, <laughs> in the universe. I mean, we're yeah, all in the universe. It's speaking, you know, technically speaking, you I just know, hear just like not Star in Star Trek music in, in the background you, right you, now. You just have the, to be careful because everybody is the universe these days. It's the universe. Um. So, um. But no, yeah. Well, listen, we just launched our Christian. Um, um, life apparel line Ooh. and we're so excited Man. about that um, something that has kind of been on our hearts for a while and yeah. just kind of just sat there and um, for this celebration weekend yeah. we launched the apparel line um, so we dropped a, a nice fresh Second Corinthians 5 and 17 you know shirt um, it's it's I think it's pretty fly. We did the Miami Vice, you know, kind of, uh, yeah, you know, Yeah, we dropped look, with the Miami Vice colors, yeah. You know, with the Miami, because we're in South Florida. Hey, why not drop with the Miami Vice colors uh, with your, I guess, an awkward kind of hot pink-ish yeah. kind of thing. thing. Um, so, listen, check us out. Go to our website, joeyandsonyfoster.com. Click on the merch, and you're going to see those shirts. Order as many as you would like. Yeah. Um, we got the stock up for you guys. So yep. listen, go and order as soon as possible. There's limited though, because we don't want everybody rocking the same shirt. So we don't yeah. have a million of them. There are, you know, when the stock, you know, I guess we out of stock, kind of out of stock yeah. and we'll drop other items as well that you're going to love. Yeah. So stay tuned, stay touched, connect with us, email, social media, and just make it, sure you know what's going on. It's amazing. It's amazing what was happening, even with the response um, from the merch that we have dropped already has been crazy. Um, one of the things we wanted to do just as a background to us dropping the merch is not necessary. It's not just about, uh, selling something. It's about telling the story. Right. right. So when, when you see this merch, when you go to the website and you see that, you'll see that there's a portion of it, uh, that has scripture on it and all this stuff. And it is cool and it's fly and it's sleek and all that. And it most importantly, I think one of the greatest things about it is it feels good when you put it on. Absolutely. It, it feels good. It's a soft premium. It's a feel. really smooth. It feels good. You know, it's very smooth. Um, I guess, um, claw. It feels good. Yeah, yeah. It feels good. It feels good when it's on you. Yeah. There's a, there's that a was important to us. Uh, extremely, extremely. Um, what what was also important is not only how it feels, but it feels, but the story that it tells. Mm -hmm. Like so, in this uh, in this uh, apparel that you guys will see that's getting launched out in phases and all this stuff, it's it's really a part of spiritual formation. Like when you think about it, there's a there's a fly passion uh, a fly uh, portion of it. Then there's the formation portion with the scripture. So it's like uh, just cognitively we're connecting the word with whatever the word is at the top and it's not just something that's fly that's beautiful because it looks good it feels good we already talked about that but it's also helping us memorize scripture too absolutely because here it is um the word is our weapon yeah right the word is our weapon so when it is that we're facing different things in our lives different situations different problems different conversations yep. what we want to do is to 
aid in that and for, so that you can know the word to have the weapons to fight against the enemy. The best way to fight against the enemy is with God's word, you know, so it teaches us how to memorize and to kind of keep it on yeah. your mind, yep. you know, both day and night, you know what the scripture tells yep. us to meditate yep. on it and, and write the scriptures in our hearts so that we may not sin against God and yeah. things of that sort. So what we want to do is um, create a line to where that is just so you know, just yeah. in the front, this is what we're doing. And we're going to look fly um, at the same time. Why? Yes. While we are strengthening ourselves uh, with the weapons of the word. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So so that's happening. Six years of leading people. Uh, uh, just You got to also remember that leading an, an organization or religious organization, a church, um, there's there's another side of leading that there's a there's a business side of leading this organization. That's why we we're able to, um, you know, speak to and speak into what it looks like outside of the church to lead something. And then there's the the ministry side of it. And how do you lead there? There are some things that we learned along the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few things that we've learned along the along the way. And I don't know if this podcast has enough time to really get into. All of the things, but there are some things that I think would serve our listeners well um, that have served us well. Lessons we learned, some of which was hard lessons. Some um, yeah. we kind of had a little insight into. But let's talk about let's talk about at least at least six things that we've learned uh, in six years. Okay, wow. That's yeah. it. That's it. That's all. That's we all. That's all. <laughs> right. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. Wow. Okay. Listen, I, I, um, I guess I can kind of start off. Let me start off, um, by saying one of the things I've learned throughout this journey, um, six years is that I really think that you have to be comfortable with the pace that God has for you, Mm. you know, and that is something that I've tried to, um, consistently keep in the forefront for me, because a lot of times we'll look around at what everybody else is doing Mm. And not to know that they not they may not have the same assignment as you do. Mm. You know, your assignment may look different. The purpose the behind what you're doing looks different than theirs. So you may not have the same exposure. You may not have the same um, heartaches. You may not have the same triumphs. You may not have the same trials. It, it's going to look different depending on what it is that, you know, you purpose to do. And I think... Um, that was so important to me because especially in the, in, I guess in the culture of social media, you know, you kind of strolling down, 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 and you seeing this, you're seeing that. And it's the same thing in the church world as well. You seeing they get, they getting this and oh man, they have this board and then they have this praise team and then they have this in the right, and like, you're like, Oh no, I'm getting left behind. <laughs> and, um, you know, so the same thing that we feel naturally as humans is it crosses over the same way we have to be so careful and cognizant that we don't get caught up in someone else's journey yeah i think that that comparison piece is extremely big that's one of the things that um like you say that we learned uh early on is that god has called you to run your race Mm -hmm. right yeah and and the worst thing that you can do is be running a race looking in somebody else's lane right because you start gauging whether or not you're being successful by somebody else's pace yeah, that's and, and, and I kind of look like look look like this, and I never ran track, but just by observing, mm-hmm. it seems like depending on what lane you're in, it depends on how you run your race. So regard if you have that middle lane or do you have the inside lane or you're starting from the outside lane, 
everybody has to run it different because it all depends on what it is that you're going to face in your lane. Yep. You know, yep. so yep. I mean, that's how it looks that's like so from good. the outside. Yeah, and good. I think it's so important that, no, there's a there's a way that you have to run your lane and you can't run it the same way. And it may seem like this person is ahead of you. But when you turn that curve, <laughs> you know, you really find out that y'all are in the same place. You preaching. You know, I didn't know we was preaching. <laughs> we preaching. We are preaching. Well, I'm not trying to preach because I'm just kind of, I'm, you know, I'm an observer. I always, you know, kind of watch, you know, you watch the Olympics and things of, of that sort. And I always thought that was something beautiful um, that everybody ran, you know, and there, it seems like everybody had their own strategy mm-hmm. for whatever lane they was in. Yeah. Some, and, and one of the things that we know that God has called us to him and has graced us for is, uh, the, the, it's, it's tilling like hard land or hard soil. Um, so we've been graced. We know that it's not arrogance. It's just confidence in what God has called us to do. Um, we've been, been given the, the responsibility and privilege to go into environments and, and minister in those environments. However, a lot of times those environments take a little bit well just to be honest it takes a little bit longer to see the fruit of your labor mm-hmm. in some of the the people groups that God has called us to which is totally fine and if 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 you're not careful we will gauge whether or not we're being successful by the parameters that the culture puts on what success is yeah. as opposed to what God says success is and that will be faithfulness to the call that he's called you. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, because, you know, so we're in South Florida, right? We're in South Florida. South Florida is not what you would call the Bible Belt. Bible Belt is typically uh, the area to where everybody goes to church, right? Your grandma goes to church. Your mom goes to church. You go to church. Your kids go to church. Everybody goes to church. Now, they may be living however they want to live, but at the end of the day, they go to church or they or at least are used to the culture to where they feel like there is a pulling to them eventually to do this on a regular basis. Mm. Like regardless of how, you know, you live your life, church is kind of like the center. Like, you know, you go to church, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, so South Florida is kind of like the opposite church. is like the, the not in the forefront. It's like the afterthought kind of like, if I don't have anything else to do today, I go to church. (laughs) Okay, well, this church, well, I'll go to church. I I want to do something today, but, you know, the brunch spot is not taking no more reservations. Um, Pand- global pandemic <laughs> stopped a global me from pa- going. Pandemic, so a lot of other things are closed. Well, let me just go to church and get my hum- human um, touch yeah. feel. You know, so um, it's it's different. Mm-hmm. And um, so, so starting a church from the ground up is different mm-hmm. in this space. So we had to kind of really be just you know who we who we are yeah you know who we are even though i didn't grow up in this type of atmosphere i grew up in what we would call the bible belt mm-hmm. you know but you know just listening to god and saying like okay this is what you want me to do show me how how to do this in this for this purpose for yeah. this demographic for these for this type of person yeah. you know yeah so dope one thing that i learned in this journey is and i thought and i, I never really paid attention to this until maybe like year two or three really is this you have everything you need within your hands 
you have everything you need to start in your hands. Hmm. And that that sounds so counter because when we're getting ready to start something, whether it be a church, whether it be a business, whether it be whatever it is, it's human nature to start automatically thinking about the things that you're going to need in order to start. Right. And there are some things that you're going to need without question. Um, but by and large, what we've learned or what I've learned is that everything I need to accomplish what God has called me to accomplish, I have. Yeah, I have it. And it's like whether it, it might not necessarily look like what I think it should look like, though. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes God sends us blessings in seed form. So if in my mind I think about I need to have a certain amount of money, which is cool. Nothing wrong with having money at all. But sometimes God gives you relationships. Right. You know what I mean? Right. God gives you favor with certain people. So sometimes I know early on, it's like, yo, I need some money. I need money. We need money to do this. If we want to do this, I need money. And then I found out that when you don't have the things that you think you need, you become very creative, very resourceful within yourself, very, very resourceful. And mm-hmm. you realize like, yo, I really have everything I need to get started. Yeah. And, 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 and not to say that you shouldn't prepare right, for, right, you know, so if God's telling you that you're supposed to do this, you're supposed to start this business, God's giving you a passion for it. He's giving you this, this like really, you know, just kind of pushing or, you know, to do it. It's like, no, you have to, you have to prepare. You have to yes. make sure that you have what, what, what you need. You need legally that this thing is right. stable. It is, is solid. Um, you know, you have to do that, but there's another side that, um, a provision is, 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 it's like a divine provisional, um, thing to where, you know, the scripture talks about those who, who he's called, he's fully equipped, you know? So it's like, there's a equipping or there's a provisional layer that Christ gives us in the things that he's called us to, Yeah, you know, that is intangible, something that we can't do ourselves. It is of the Holy spirit basically that gives us the power Mm -hmm. to do certain things that we don't think we can do. Yes. (laughs) You know, so, so many people don't know, like we pretty much when we started. Um, so as it relates to music, um, as it relates to videos, um, marketing, branding, social media, uh, of course the preaching and teaching and, systems and graphics and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. we you know didn't know how to do any of it you know (laughs) we didn't know how to do any of it but God I mean it it had to be him you know and just seeking him like God you told us to do this we want to do it right we want to do it in the spirit of excellence okay how do we do this and we didn't have the money to go and hire someone to to run our social media we didn't have the money to go and hire someone to file all these things for us we didn't have it Mm -hmm. you know so we was like well God if you told us you're gonna you're gonna uh, provide in the place if we're in the right place, you're going to provide in that place. Mm-hmm. So we make sure that we was doing exactly what he was telling us to do. Yep. And God provided regardless of whether he gave us like it's it's so crazy because some of that stuff we did. I have no clue how to do it now. No clue at all. And here's something that man, you made me think about so many different things. Um, th- there has been times again, you have everything you need to get started. It's there have been times where relationships have filled the gap for resources. 
Now, I'm not just talking about people putting checks in our hands, which that has happened by the grace of God. Praise the Lord. But I'm talking about how there have been gulfs and voids in our um, in our abilities. And because God has placed us in environments with people who we have a genuine organic relationship with, we've been able to be the beneficiary of that. I'll give you a perfect example. Do you remember when we were getting ready to start the church? I mean, right when we get ready to start, we had no sound system. Mm -hmm. We had nothing. We didn't even have chairs. We just knew that we were supposed to start. And as crazy as we are, we had a date and all. We we put a date on it. We had a date. <laughs> we, we set a had date a without kids sound. ministry. We said, yeah. bring your kids. We got children's church. <laughs> didn't have a kids ministry didn't have a kids leader. Ministry. Didn't even have a spot for them to even have right. it. But we knew, we was like, listen, this is happening. Oh, and God. we're going to do it like this. Yep. And this is what we see. And, and we're going to do whatever it takes. And listen, that's so funny we had we we was like yeah bring your kid we put it on the flyers it was on the flyer kids five through twelve come on, come on. fresh kids you know now we hadn't even thought who's gonna teach it because there's nobody there's <laughs> nobody to teach the kids it was like so anyway um talking about the relationship piece we're getting ready to start the church and we we thought whoa okay we we're gonna need a microphone right and we're gonna need some speakers that's we, important that's important we're gonna need some of these things Long story short, someone calls my phone. They call my phone and say, hey, Pastor Joey, a friend of mine has an entire audio system, right? And he's trying to get rid of it. I say, what you mean get rid of? Because I got to understand what that means. He was like, he's letting it go for little of nothing. He, he has a situation come up and he wants to give it. He wants to sell it to me. Right. I could take it. This is what the guy told me. He was like, I could take it, but God put it on my heart for you all to take it. And I said, okay, can I go see it? He takes me to go see this, this system. I'm thinking, you know, a speaker or whatever here, there, whatever works for us. We're just ready to start with these kids that's coming with nowhere to have kids church. That's all we're <laughs> thinking about. All right. Long story short. It's this whole elaborate thing with these big, uh, expensive speakers and all this stuff. And, and all of this, and we were able to have everything we needed. And I'm telling you, for a fraction of the cost, yeah. that came through relationship. So when I say you have everything you need to start, I'm not talking about resources. You might not have the money. We didn't have the money. Right. Um, and there are things we want to do now. We're like, okay, God, it'd be good if, you know, uh-huh, drop one of them uh, unexpected checks in the mail or whatever. <laughs> so it'll be a good time for you to do one of those miracles. Do one of those <laughs> miracles things, coin in the fish mouth. Give me something like that. Like, I want that. So Two it's, fish, five loaves. Listen, <laughs> so it's like, yo, it's been times where God has done that. So my encouragement um, I know you want to get, we got to get to a few more. My encouragement is that, yo, there are some things that you're going to absolutely need, but I promise you, you have everything you need to start. Yeah. To start. People will help you when they see you pushing. You know, mm -hmm. people will help you when they see you pushing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what else you learned? You learned some stuff? Um, is, uh, <laughs> did I? <laughs> you know, um, I, you know, I was thinking the other day and I was like, man, we were, probably consider very young when we started the ministry you know mm -hmm. i think that you know 32 
we were both 32, I think. I'm still 32. Right. And, um, (laughs) uh uh-huh. So yeah, it's like 32 and, um, how that probably looked to a lot of people Mm -hmm. of like, what are they doing? And, you know, and we did things so untraditional or unconventional. Mm -hmm. It was like, what are these people doing? First of all, the name of the church is the Fresh Church, you know? Mm -hmm. So we was already doing a number of things just totally different than the norm for our demographic, for our context. context. Um, So it was so many people that did not know how we was moving, how, what we were doing. And I'm sure they had doubt of whether we would even sustain this loan uh, or be, you know, in existence this long. But um, one of the things that kind of, you know, I would say that kept me focused is that I understood that the, one of the most important things to do when you are on this journey of, you know, this God driven journey, journey, you mm-hmm. know, to where we, you feel that God has impressed something on your heart. And it's so important um, or even if you call to something, it's so important that you divorce your idea of how it should look. Mm. That that you divorce your idea of how it should look. And I, like I said, I grew up in a in a you know more traditional um, setting, um, charismatic, you know things of that sort. In my mind, church looked different. You know, my ministry looked different. Even growing up, I had people prophesy, oh, you're the next this Mm -hmm. and you're the next that. And I look at my journey now, my ministry now, and it's like, I'm nothing like that. So were they false prophets? (laughs) We're not talking about, nope, 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 nope. Well. (laughs) Well. So, but no, absolutely so not. Like, no, 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 no. You know, I just think that, you know, some people, you know, we prophesy in part, man. We prophesy in part. There um, you go. That's the out. That, that's your way out. From now on, when you prophesy, <laughs> and if it doesn't happen exactly how you say, just say, you know, we prophesy in part. That's all. Just take but the part. No, that, I that think, happened. you know, they recognize something. And, you know, so, you know, what they saw is kind of like they may have seen a future version of who I was then, but because of, you know, just really submitting to the journey, Mm -hmm. how God wanted it to look, it really went a 180, Mm -hmm. you know, versus just staying on the path. Oh, okay. So I was supposed to do this. And now I'm supposed to lead this prayer conference. And then I was supposed to do this prayer call. And then I was supposed to do it. And I really realized that, no, that's not where the Lord really leading me. That's yeah. not what he wants me to do. And, um, if I would have stayed in that lane, I would have been doing something else other than the fresh church, Yeah, you know, because the fresh church don't look like that. Right. You know, not saying that I had to totally change or who I was. It's just mm-hmm. that God really, took me in another direction to to fit the assignment that he was calling me to and i think what's what's important in line with that is is learning how we embrace our individuality like apart from because both of us have uh different um i should say um uh, different approaches or in uh, different entryways into what ministry looks like and and it's what we did with the Fresh Church is we tried our we, we try our best to really embrace each other's uh, great points about each other or the points of emphasis. So the church is a 
combination or a collaboration of the best parts mm-hmm. of of who we are in our spiritual journey. Um, so there's nothing wrong with any expression with other expressions of it. But I think what we get at the fresh church and something we learned is to embrace who it is. God has called us to be right. I don't have to do it like anybody else. I don't have to teach like anybody else. I don't have to sing like anybody else. I have to be, I have to embrace who God has called me to be and, and offer the world the best version of what God has called me to be. And right. I'll be robbing the world if I try to be the best version of somebody else. Absolutely. And um, a part of that is just knowing that, you know, we don't have to be this or that. We can be this and that. Yeah. You yeah. know, we don't have to choose. Oh, we're I'm going to be this person because, you know, you have this school of people or mm-hmm. you have this group of people or denomination of people or mm-hmm. class of people that expects automatically puts a certain stigma on this type of person mm-hmm. you know so you the thing is you you choose which lane you really want to flow in right. depending on what school of th- thought or what group of people that you want to kind of be associated with because mm-hmm. let's be honest regardless of whether it's church or business or anything that you're getting in regard it it you're going to be labeled. You know, when yep. you first meet a person, you're trying to put them in a group of, oh, they're this type of person mm-hmm. or they this type of person. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the type of person. You, and and it's, that's not really true because everybody's uniquely different. Yep. And just because you see signs of something that may be similar, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that the person is exactly like something that you've already seen. You know what? I want to nail this down a little bit because I think this will be been, I think this will be helpful. Just something in your journey that, that you've been open about and sharing. There was a season in your life. We're talking about embracing individuality. That there was a season in your life that that you've shared before, in that God has lit, God had literally started shifting, just your administration, right. and how your and even maybe even your approach to ministry. Yeah. And what was interesting that I think was going to serve people well is how you approached that adjustment that God was doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and to be honest, it was tough in the beginning. I know, you know, the Lord had really started dealing with me just to kind of, um, the change he kind of warned me of the change before it was needed Mm -hmm. you know and I really went on like a two year sabbatical of preaching Mm -hmm. and I know some people probably thought I was in sin or you know (laughs) you know all that crazy stuff people be thinking (laughs) you know so they they thought I was in sin you know I was dating um you know I was dating you know Joey so it was like he was already the unholy one I was trying to get her to be in sin (laughs) I can promise you that much so you know a lot of people looked at oh she must be in sin and things of that sort but no the Lord really just told me to stop preaching you Mm. know you know and I was on this journey and they was telling me I was gonna be the next you know this or that person Mm -hmm. and um you know and I was really like in just just flowing in my journey and he just stopped it and he was like yeah I don't want you to do that anymore and it really got to a point to where even when I started back and he was telling me I want he wanted me to have a more teaching approach to it and um didn't know why because you know like again I grew up in the bible belt that's not really the main administration Mm -hmm. um even though you know of course people do teach but I'm just saying like the overall 
overarching yeah, thing. Yeah, generally, yeah. Generally. And um, it just really changed. And I remember, you know, just kind of teaching for the first times after that two years mm-hmm. and trying, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't even hear the key, you know, because I, that's all I do. I do music. I direct choirs. I do praise teams. And when it got to the preaching moment, I could not even hear my key. Like to even to, to attempt the tune. To, mm, attempt you know, the tune. You know, I couldn't <laughs> even hear the key. He was like, no, I don't want, I need you to get away all the way from that I need you to focus on this and um it was tough in the beginning and I and then once I moved here you know just the people was different and yep. their 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 situations was different and they related to things different and it was like I'm like what is going on this is a whole different group of people yeah. God do I even know how to minister to this group of people mm-hmm. and I remember, you know, I said something and what, and I was, and I, in my context, that is testifying, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was telling them of my journey, but to these group of people, it seemed like I was bragging and I was arrogant Mm -hmm. and I was looking down on them. And I was like, no, this has nothing to do with, I'm testifying. You know, Mm -hmm. it would have been celebrated where I was. It wasn't, wouldn't have been looked at as, oh, she's a goody two shoe or this and that, da, da, da. But in the different demographic that God placed me in the middle, Mm -hmm. I had to learn how to testify again. Wow. You know, I had to learn how to tell my journey again without looking like I was over them. Mm. You know, so it really took me a process of getting to know the people that I was called to minister to. Yeah, It was a different group of people. And I think it's so important on people's journey to where you don't be stuck on you. Hmm. That's good. You know, you're not stuck on you. That's not one of the points, but it's it's worth writing down. You're not stuck on your preferences. Yep. It, it's not about that. It's about the assignment on your life. And if it calls for you to 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 sacrifice, yeah. you know, and to restructure and to relearn mm-hmm. and to, you know, it's, it, you know, I had to really sit down and just listen to people, yeah. you know, in another way to where I was ready to just like, you know, what the Lord said. And it's like, no, I had to kind of just stop and say, OK, OK. Okay. Wow. Why? What makes you think like that? Yeah. You know, and just really get like genuinely yeah. have a concern of how people move, so I could minister to the people I was called to for this season. Yeah, that's so good. It's it's allowing God to really repackage our gifts, right? Sometimes our gifts come packaged once one way for that assignment, right? And you know, I think one of the beautiful things about your story, just that portion of your story is that, you know, it, it, not saying that it was easy or it's easy for a ministry or even a business owner or a leader of anything. But are you willing to allow God to repackage what you've already packaged? Yeah. Because yeah. if you allow him to repackage it, it'll get to the 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 uh, to the desired destination and it'll be more effective or all or, or are we so stuck on the packaging that we've already provided. So, or the packaging that is more acceptable, you know, the package that won't get, get, get the flack. Exactly. You know, because it takes courage to embrace individuality. It takes courage. Listen, let me tell you when I start going to churches and I wouldn't hooping and screaming and climbing on (laughs) chairs and modulating. Listen, 
people they, looked at me like I was crazy. They didn't call you back, babe? They didn't call me back. <laughs> they did not call me back. They're like, hey, wait, I, you were supposed wait, to. Wait, I looked uh, at, I found a clip of you on YouTube. And you, you do, were supposed to. And you do this and you do that. And I'm like, I can't do, I don't do that anymore. You know, not like that. Oh, it's so much in you that. Know, it's and, so much in that. And it really, you know, it was so, I could see why people just kind of go back to it. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of what God is calling them to, they'll go back because it's so comfortable and so much, so, so much more acceptable. So, so listen, God, this is so good. It's, it's easier to conform than it is to transform, to transform. You, you, that's what exactly what I was. It's easier to conform than it is to transform. Allow God. This is one of the things we've learned is really allowing God to transform what you bring to the world. Like this is important. It's ministry, but it's, it's even outside of ministry. Whatever you bring to the world, allow God to transform it and do not cower at the, at the altar of people's opinion. Yeah. Because there have been seasons of our lives just in ministry and you know, why don't you do this? And why do y'all do that? And why do y'all do so much outreach? And, and the church is supposed to be this and the church is supposed we like, yo, we that we see a church that exists outside of the four walls. Right. It, and it's not against anybody. It's just allowing God to package this thing how he wants to. So yeah. our anointing, here's another one you can write down. Our anointing or your anointing has an audience. Like so the goal is to allow God to package it and God will get it to in front of the people who it's for. Absolutely. You know, he'll get it and it's attractive to the people that it's for and the people that it's not attractive to, then that doesn't mean that they're a bad person. That doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just is not for them. Everybody's not, listen, everybody um, that believes in you will not support you. Everybody that believes in you will not support you. And what I mean by that, they can know that this is for you. They can know that you're purpose to do it. Mm-hmm. They can see how great it is, but however, it's not for them. So they will never click the button. Not that they don't see you. Not that they don't think that you're great. It's that they're not interested. Now, of course, you're going to have haters and all of that and baiters, haters and baiters. You know, <laughs> there's always somebody is trying to leech on. Somebody is just trying to throw shade mm. and all that. You always going to have that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, some people is not that they don't see you. It's not that they don't recognize you. It's not that they don't recognize that there's greatness in you. It's just that they're just not interested. Everybody that believes in you, let, listen, the enemy believes in God. The enemy believes in you, but yeah. he just doesn't support you. Yeah. You know, he has another agenda. Hmm. You know, his agenda is to stop you, not support you. But however, he does believe in every single thing that God has placed on the inside of you. So it's going to be people. So you can't get thrown off, you know, but you can't get thrown off yep. by who's not supporting, who's not doing this. At the end of the day, stick to what it is that, you know, you're called to and you're going to be OK. Yeah, there, there's a there's I, I believe that there's a, a an example and I know you, you you never listen to hip hop. See, y'all gotta pray for my wife. She been saved her whole life. I know some hip hop songs. You, know, you don't know no hip hop songs. Let's see here. If you know hip hop songs, we're gonna see. Try if me. You know. Try okay. me. Okay. Name one outcast song. Hey, uh, hey, uh. 
That's not outcast. Yes, it is. That's Andre 3000, but that ain't outcast. That's the same thing. No, that's the, his solo work. Y'all pray for my wife. This totally did His solo outcast. work. That's his solo album. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. But listen, one of the things about outcast is that when out. When Outkast came out, all the hip hop heads, y'all lean in here. When Outkast first came out, their sound was so different. Mm -hmm. It took many people by surprise. It was like, okay, this is a little weird here. What kind of right, what right. kind of music is this, right? And eventually, after a year or two, two years, I think maybe even three years, all of a sudden people started coming around mm -hmm. and people started saying, Hey, you heard that new Outkast album? <laughs> hey, you know I like that. It was like 103,000 people, whatever. And it's sometimes in business and in ministry, it's like that. Yeah. Things might not hit that day. Yeah. But if you have staying power and you're consistent with your product, and, and when I say product, church folk, don't go crazy on me. <laughs> Every Sunday you put a product out there. Let's right. be clear. Right, 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 absolutely. So when you're consistent with your product and it's quality, people are going to catch it. Absolutely. It might not hit like you think it's going to hit, but we got to divorce that. Okay, so, so look at um, Mahalia Jackson, right? When she first came out, they was called. They were saying she was going to hell. She was too secular, so on and so forth. You see the examples? I said outcast. She said Mahalia Jackson. That's the difference <laughs> in our household. Y'all pray for us. You know, and then there was Kurt Franklin. He came out with stumping. He was definitely going to oh, hell. He was definitely going. You to know, hell. they they, they, they were the same. Still talking about it, but well, that's all right. We praying for Kurt. Well, okay. You know, they. You know, but you know, so you had Kurt Franklin came out. Just another, just a totally different from what yep. we were used to it and yep. you had people like even like commission or um you know with mm -hmm. fred hammond and things of that sort and i'm talking about my, i know my one church commission people. song that's, that's a, nope which one you know Ooh, you put me on the spot. <laughs> i know one what's one tell me one it's and i'll time, tell you time to oh yeah change. oh that's them oh yeah i, I know that well, that is commission to make, make that change. change yeah of course you know okay, the one with the rap, the rap in it okay uh, you know <laughs> and then even like ty tribute you know he kind of came they out they were sending ty to hell you know, it's oh, Jesus. no, you can't it's send like to no, hell. but you know, but I didn't hear he was going to hell. Okay, but he was like different. Yeah. He was way yeah. different than your mass choir, your you know, your quartet, yeah, William Brothers, you know, things of that sort. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. many of our you know grandparents and things of that love, mm -hmm. you know, but and they, even young people too. And yeah, absolutely, yeah. because that's what you know we, we kind of grew in. I mm -hmm. still love some of those songs, absolutely. Um, but still, like they came out with something different mm -hmm. and people don't really don't know what to do with it for that moment. And it's okay if yep. they don't know what to do with you, yep. you know, sometimes they are kind of wait and some people waiting to see if anybody else going to get with it. Mm -hmm. You know, some people are just kind of like, just need to kind of sit with it for a while. Like, yep. huh? All you right. Just preach. You said some people don't know what to do with you. Some see, listen, <laughs> Lord, you preaching. Look, look at it. You, 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 you're not supposed to be preaching over okay. there. I'm trying yeah. to be some good over here. Some people do not know what to do. No, some you. people don't know what to do because they've never heard it. They've never heard it before. They, they don't know how it. to respond. Yep. They've never seen it before. And that's the beautiful thing about, that's the beautiful thing about vision. Mm. That's the beautiful thing about vision because here's the thing. God showed it to you. Yeah. He showed it to you. So coming from you is going to look different than what everybody else does. Yeah. So you can't wait on somebody else's validation to validate the vision that God gave you. Yeah. He gave it to you. They didn't see it. You did. Mm. 
you know, and many of us, we are looking for validation in all those places. Like, listen, God didn't tell them the vision. He told it to you. So you're going to bring it to fruition. You're going to make it manifest in the world. Like you're going to do the things that he's telling you to do in order for it to be seen in the world the way God wants it to be. And you're setting the site for it outwardly mm-hmm. like you're 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 creating the mold like noah mm-hmm. you know building the boat and god gave him specific instructions okay this is going to be this long and i want you to build this and so right. on and so forth he looked crazy mm-hmm. but he saw it because god gave it to him nobody else seen it yeah and he was responsible of bringing that to the world the way god wanted it to be and we are responsible to carry the blueprint we are carrying the blueprint and we're responsible to do it exactly like god wants us to do it yeah listen there's a um there's another thing um that that i learned and that is that you cannot lead people you need this is important yeah you cannot lead people you need now this let me tell you what it's not saying so that we don't what we're not saying is that you can't leave, that you will never have people that you need there without question a church is is by and large volunteer based everybody is needed right at a church trust me right and in your business in your your office everybody is needed when when we talk about you can't leave people you need is meaning sometimes as leaders if you're not careful you will need people to be something in your life. And when you need people to be something in your life other than what God has called them to be, that's when the relationship can become toxic, um, toxic or dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll give you an, I'll give you a biblical example. Uh, Moses, uh, Moses telling his uncle Jethro, this is how I sort through the problems of the people of Israel. They line up and they all report to me and the line is wrapped all around the building and they all come to me and I tell them whether or not. And Jethro looks at Moses and like, yo, this is not good. It's not good. The reason he was telling Moses that it's not good is because Moses was getting some type of need met from being the person that everybody came to. So as leaders, I think we have to be, I've learned that it's extremely important to be healthy as a leader absolutely so that we're able to lead out of a place of purity more so than a place of perversion because whenever your needs are present when your need is primary perversion is present oh that's good so it's important it's imperative that you remain pure as a leader What, what i mean pure as a leader meaning motive free yeah so that you can lead people how god wants you to lead them whether that be in the office whether that be in the boardroom whether that be in the church whether that be over the youth whatever it is you gotta lead need free yeah that's good you know and it's so much that is so um packed with um so many different principles we can pull kind of pull out of that i i can even imagine like if i went into if i went into pastoring right Mm-hmm. And I was just longing for friendship and I just needed friendship. And so you can imagine all the ladies in the church. I'm like looking for be my friend, be my friend, be my friend, you know? And it's like, if I'm not healthy in that area, yep. I will basically put them at a disadvantage of not being their pastor, mm. but being their friend. Wow. You know? So, so they'll be, they will be feeling a need you know, that I need, but however they are lacking, they are being 
depleted because they're only fulfilling what I need and I'm not giving them what they need. Mm. You know, what my primary goal, they may need a friend, but my primary, my primary, uh, I guess, position in their life is their pastor. Mm. Um, one of the things that I always say that every, one of the things that I always say is every healthy relationship has a spirit of friendship. You know, Mm, absolutely. You know, that to where there's, you know, the friendship that, you know, that 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 is just um, come the the natural, authentic camaraderie, the the authentic um, wanting of each other's presence, things of that sort, enjoying men of each other's presence like those things should always be in every healthy relationship and know like we're not those pastors to where when we see one of the members we go around the corner oh, and no. just you know like one of those not that we really enjoy there's a spirit of friendship yep. in our relationship with our members but however we do understand that we are in their lives not to be their friends but to be their pastors Yep. You know, and we take that very seriously so that they won't, you know, because at the end of the day, they will not get what it is that God called them to the church to get. Yep. If we're we're greedy yep. and we're and self-serving the- and wanting them to, to be, you know, mm-hmm. something that they wasn't called into our lives to specifically be. And that's a great distinction, because if you're leading something, it's it's if you're not careful, it can become that. It can the 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 line, though there is a spirit of of everything there. There's a spirit of friendship. There's a, there's the the pastoral piece. There's the leadership piece. If you're running, if you're running an organization, there's the CEO piece. And there is imperative that the layers of leadership are are clear. Right. Because when the layers of leadership get blurred, I'm telling you what we have learned when the layers of leadership get blurred dysfunction is coming to knock at the door Mm -hmm. and by the grace of God we've been able to be clear and we've been and and people love clear clarity clarity is kindness clarity and authenticity yeah people love clarity and because clarity is kindness yeah and what what happens is when you're clear as a leader and you're loving as a leader what happens is people feel that and they want to be around that absolutely it's a a healthy environment guys listen we are uh, I think that was like eight things. I thought we said we was going to do six, but that's like eight. But you know how it goes. But listen, we want you all to just know um, that, you know, God is doing some amazing things, not just in us, but in what God has placed you on the earth to do, what he has placed in your hands. And listen, trust me, trust God with the results. Yeah. You put in the work, you do the grind. You do the training and all of that stuff, but trust God with the results. Absolutely. Six years. Six years, six years, and we're going to wrap it up. Listen, go to the website. Go to the website, joeyandsonyafoster.com. Get your merch. Get your merch. Second Corinthians 5 and 17. We want everybody to rep fresh. Um, So go and get your merch. We're going to see you guys next episode where we talk about life, love, and everything Everything in in between. between.